0: Yeah, just like any other Black women, I think it's great that we're leading the way, but we have to be have an honest conversation and realize that a lot of Black women are doing that out of survival. They're doing that because they're getting to the point where they're not being promoted in their company because they're Black women. They're being seen as aggressive. They're doing that because they, they're by themselves, right? They may not be married. They don't have anyone else to support them. So I think a lot of people are doing that out of survival, and they're just saying, I'm not waiting on anybody else to determine if I am want to live this luxurious life. If I'm going to make a lot of money on that, I'm not waiting on anyone else.
1: Hey, what's going on? It's your host, Tolu Oyemi, doing the most. Let's get to it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at T-O-L-U dot O-W-O-Y-E-M-I. Now back to the episode. Hey, what's going on, my masterminders? It's another beautiful day out here. And guess what? We got Annalisa in the house, man. We're super excited because there's going to be so much gems to drop today. But Annalisa, Welcome.
0: Thank you, thank you for having me. I hope everyone is doing well on this nice Saturday.
1: Yeah, it is, and it's warming up outside. You know, it's like this is that weather. Is what they call hot girl
0: summer? This is apparently what they call hot girl summer, but <laughs> some of us, it's always hot girl summer. It just depends.
1: It always is. I, I like that. I like that. But, um, Annalisa, you know, one of the reasons why I'm super excited to have you on today is that. You, you you have like this thirst for like knowledge and not just the knowledge but taking the knowledge and building. Like you have a VA agency, you have a social media marketing agency. Tell us a little bit about yourself and like how you came to be where you are today.
0: For sure, for sure. So yes, Annalisa does a lot. Um if you follow me on Instagram at just Annalisa or Twitter, you see that I'm Often posting things about how you can make money. So a couple of the things that I do, um, I'm currently located in Ohio. So I invest in real estate in Ohio. So I I am a landlord. Um, As you mentioned, I have uh, Elevated Assist, which is my social media management and virtual assistant agency. As well as that, I do have my own podcast. I'm called Financial Flex, which is an opportunity for entrepreneurs, business owners, and careers just to sit down and talk with me about their own personal finance success so they can inspire inspire my audience to be their own personal finance goals. So not only do I enjoy knowledge and learning about being financially successful, I want to be in the position, or I currently am in the position, to kind of talk to other people about how they can be financially successful. And I do all of that while maintaining a nine to five as a healthcare administrator.
1: So, Jesus, you you the Michelle Obama <laughs> of <entrepreneurs over> Austria. <laughs> you know, this I'm trying, crazy,
0: but crazy. it's it's temporary. You know, do I get sleep? You know, sometimes, but um, we make it work.
1: Okay, so what led to that drive? Like, what do you think about? Was it the way you were raised? Was it your environment? Because a lot of people they cool with just working a nine to five, and that's it.
0: Well, yeah, I think everything, um, every piece in your life, everything that happens in your life, all completely develops to who you are in the current state. So I'm sure something something in my life may have happened where I feel like I had that urge to be able to do more outside of the nine to five. But it's, I mean, it can simply be put is that I like to enjoy life. I like to have fun and do things. And I know that that costs money. So um, most people would say, you know, why do you have all these other streams of income? I'm sure you can make enough as a healthcare administrator. And I mean, that's definitely true. But I think when we think about financial freedom, there's definitely levels to that, right? I'm definitely at the level where I can get up and go and go on a trip and go on a plane, but I'm not at the point where I have my own private jet and I can really get up and go, you know? So it's definitely levels to financial freedom and financial success. And, you know, I'm just waking, uh, making my way up into the, the finish line. So.
1: Okay. Awesome. And What do you think was the first initiative into, because when you say financial freedom, you know, immediately I start thinking of a vision. Like I think you've even helped the audience paint a little bit of a vision where you say, I can get up and go. Like I can go to um, uh, Turkey, I can go to Dubai, I can go to Bahamas, I can go to the Caribbean. So like, what, what, what was like your first initiative or first delve into
0: that arena yeah and i'm usually transparent with people i've always been really really good with money even when i was younger my parents would give us allowance and you know i would you literally save my money until it was something that i really wanted to buy Um, but as I got older and just, you know, paying bills and realizing that, you know, a salary that you thought was a lot at some point in life, you actually acquire that salary and you're like, dang, I really ain't making no money out here. And just figuring out that you truly do need more than one stream of income. So probably after I graduated college or even while I was in college, I always had at least two streams of income. So whether it was like two part-time jobs um, it was it was a you know being a sitter at the hospital just doing multiple things. I realized that that's really where my comfort sat, knowing that okay, I'm getting basically paid every week, no matter how much amount that was. It's just a little bit more secure in that situation. So I really took my financial journey to the next level when I decided to kind of pay off my debt. So I was able to pay off my student loans, car loan, credit card debt in March of 2019. And from that moment, and just speaking about it, more people would ask me about that journey. Um, so at that point, I began teaching people as an educator about, you know, how you can monetize the things that you're passionate about, how you can make more money and how you should have that growth mindset to feel like, you know, you can make more money. You're not only worth $25 an hour. So first getting to that mindset where you feel like you can have more in your life is truly where it starts. And that kind of, that's kind of where it started. Now, nah, that's awesome. And I think if you
1: look at this generation, right, and you look at the way things are rapidly transforming in terms of. The content, how people's lives are going to change, the multiple streams of income that's being developed. You know, the Internet is kind of like this melting pot whereby you'll find what you're looking for. And if you, if you tap in, because I remember going on your profile, on seeing um, my financial flex. So I saw like money on do And I saw a whole bunch of other people Is That way you're kind of like options trading and So that's your platform So like learning about like What other financial initiatives And vehicles are out there But at the same time teaching other people as well
0: For sure, for sure So in my own personal finance journey I realized there's so many ways to make money out here There's so many different um, subjects To educate people about finances That I can be the go-to expert So it made sense for me to bring on guests For so they can speak about things that they're knowledgeable about. You know, there's so much when it comes about making money. You know, you can be a virtual assistant and teach people about that, but you can, you know... Invest in the stock market, you can invest in real estate and it's it's really hard for you to be able to manage all of that information and be an expert in all of those things. So bringing someone onto my platform and kind of teach people, so they get, so the people that view my financial flex can kind of figure out what their lane is, right? Because I think people can definitely get overwhelmed with a lot of knowledge and figuring out, okay, where should I put my money in? I don't have a lot of money, so where should I spend my time and my money to know that I can make more money?
1: Yeah, there's, a, there's an Instagram page for just about anything you can think of now. And it's getting more and more competitive, like option trading. There's like 50 different Insta and they're all pushing hard, coming out with the best content, you know, doing, breaking it down. Uh, And one thing I like about any one of these platforms, like for example, your financial flex is that that's also an opportunity to pitch your own services. And maybe get a plan or two out of that or as time goes you on. Know. And at the same time you're helping to build that um, repertoire with the audience with that. when they do get into business and they're looking for that VA or social media marketing agency, you're the first person that kinda of pops up on their head or they have a friend. So, you know, it's a win win situation for sure.
0: For sure. You definitely got to market yourself correctly online. And that's what I always tell people. So, um, I, I don't have a problem getting clients or getting consultations for my virtual assistant business because I teach people how you should position yourself online so people can come to you.
1: Yeah, no, nah, I think it's dope. And one of the things that I think about, especially nowadays, is this impact because I see a lot of times, you know, Get to the bag, get to the bag, get to the bag, get to the bag kind of like mentality. And I get it too, as well. It's kind of like, you know, nobody wants to be broke. Nobody wants to be in a situation whereby you have nothing to show for yourself. You know, like you have all these years on earth. And I think one thing that's super inspiring right now is that you're seeing the younger and younger generation like catching on, like learning game, like Airbnb and, you know, real estate and. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you about that because, you know, you said Ohio, you said real estate. So, and I was like, oh wow, like how did you get into, or what was some of the things that kind of like led you into, because there's so many different ways. Was it something whereby, you know, a relative or a family member had like property and you said, hey, look, I can help with that. Or was it like, what triggered you or like, what got you interested in looking into real estate around?
0: Oh, I did my own personal research. So while I was on my debt free journey, I read a lot of books, a lot of books about, you know, how to become a millionaire, how to make a lot of money, essentially. I mean, if, if that's truly what people want to do, they say they want to be a millionaire. They want to uh, make a lot of money. It's all about doing research and investing in that time to learn. So pretty much every book that I read Have mentioned real estate, but even prior to that, I knew that I wanted to house. I can purchase a multifamily unit as my first property, even when I was in college. Just my own personal experience with living off campus in a townhouse with like three other roommates and sending off a check to this one guy every month. I was like, he has a whole complex. He's definitely getting banked. Like, I need to research out I can do the same so that actually that first thought about real estate started in college and then it was heightened even more after I did my own personal research and started reading like most millionaires most multimillionaires billionaires and stuff they have dabbled in real estate from some point. Um so it only made sense for me to kinda emulate what that process looks like. Nah, and that's
1: super interesting because and I think I said this earlier too as well, the fact that you have like this insane thirst for knowledge, but then you actually take action on it and you you start to, because a lot of people like they can read, but that's about the extent of where it goes. Or a lot of people read, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe try one or two things and then, oh, this ain't for me or like, you know, like they kinda shrug their shoulders. But for you to be like yo, right like, this guy's making a bank and say let me learn everything about this game because I know there's so many books out there from uh, bigger pockets and everything across the board from learning about that like, what were some of your next steps like how did you start doing MLS did you look to a realtor like did you start calling houses like, so what yeah did?
0: So I started looking at like realtor.com zillow just to figure out, you know, what um, what multifam what type of multifamily I wanted. I wrote down like the things that I would want in that multifamily to determine if I wanted to purchase it or not, right? Because they're not all going to be created equally. Um, and then also I knew Ohio had an abundant amount of multifamily units based on prior research that I did. Cause I'm originally from Kentucky. So when I moved and uh, moved to southern Cincinnati or Southern Ohio and Cincinnati, I realized, okay, I don't really want to pay rent at this time and place. Let me figure out, you know, what my next purchase would be. I think this is a perfect time for me to find a multifamily unit. So I look for a black realtor that had experience with real estate investing, um, and just went through the whole search and making sure everything that I had on my original list was included in my purchase property. So yeah, I mean, it was a fairly easy process, but also I was looking for uh, additional ways to get the biggest bang for my buck. Because as most people know, it's fairly inexpensive to invest in the Midwest. Invest in Ohio is fairly cheap. But I also wanted to figure out if there are grants and things available. So I did adi- additional research on that to have grants applied um, to my closing costs. So I didn't really have to put that much down.
1: Oh, wow. That's that's really interesting. Um, and you see there's this explosion of like Airbnb you know and you're seeing a lot of people talking about uh bro method whereby you know you can i think is build rehab refinance and things of that nature so when you're looking at uh, real estate deals are you looking at it in terms of you said multi-family units
0: yeah so my first purchase i knew that i was, was going to be something that i was going to live in so it needed to be something that i actually enjoyed living in so that was my first step so my next few properties the process is probably going to look a little bit different it's going to be focused on cash flow in the overall ROI on the investment. I'm not going to be in those properties. So so my um, my profits is just going to look a little bit different.
1: Now, nah, that's super awesome.
0: So now that,
1: you know, you have like this stream of income, you know, and it's generating cash flow. Like you start saying, OK, let me look at the stock market. Are you saying, OK, let me go ahead and pour this into another business or are you doing more like okay let me let me start going to some of these uh webinars and seminars and, and conferences like when, when you start getting that positive cash flow like how do you decide okay i'm going to go ahead and invest in this arena right here i'm going to go ahead and invest in this arena.
0: so it just it just depends so in regards to like the money that i get from my real estate i mean that usually just goes in my bank account just to um be able to create that cushion because at some point i'm going to want to add value to the property right getting new new fixtures, getting a new roof and things like that. So I don't essentially touch that money. But for my other streams of income, um, I mean, I, I'm pretty strategic about, you know, what I want my money to look like, how much money I want to uh, make a month in 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 combination with, you know, advice from my financial advisor and things like that, just to make sure I'm secure in the future. So um, I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty strategic plan just to figure out, you know, how I can maximize. Um, All the options that I have And again, I'm still learning about You know, the stock market and just learning From other people, right? Now that I've had Financial flex and people on my platform and things I'm creating this this online Friend group of people that I've never met before But I can always tap into them if I have questions About things that I'm not completely well-versed in
1: Nah, that's super awesome, man (laughs) I think probably out of the population right now, maybe like 20 to 30% of people think like this. Like, it's crazy. Like, most people are consumers. Most people are. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a learning curve, too, as well, to be able to sit back and analyze everything and see how people are not only changing their lives, but they're changing generations, generations, generations lives by decisions, by moves that are being made now. So it's it's super exciting with all that. And you know, from you know, they say black women now, the fastest growing groups of entrepreneurs according to force. So you're seeing all kinds of super women, black I'm talking about from the Ryan uh mopping uh and Sendicky Million on Instagram her book to super like the real the uh, uh what's her name, Judy Booty, like you're, you're seeing this explosion of, of black women, with and not just black women, but these ideas, these businesses, like the branding and the marketing game, like really developing this serious generational wealth, like getting to the bag, like really being the bag, and you know it, it's super amazing to, and when you think about all of that, because it, it seems like to me you're like extremely strategic in making sure that. Like, when you you look at that dynamic right there, like, what do you think to yourself? Like, is this something whereby, of course, you're inspired, but then, like, how do you see yourself fitting into that or leading that charge?
0: Yeah, just like any other Black women, I think it's great that we're leading the way, but we have to have an honest conversation and realize that a lot of Black women are doing that out of survival. They're doing that because they're getting to the point where they're not being promoted in their company because they're Black women, they're being seen as aggressive. They're doing that because they, they're they by themselves, right? They may not be married, they don't have anyone else to support them. So I think a lot of people are doing that out of survival and they're just saying, I'm not waiting on anybody else to determine if I'm gonna live this luxurious life if I'm going to make a lot of money or not, I'm not waiting on anyone else. So, I mean, I think the common factor is that a lot of Black women, at least a lot of Black women that I know, definitely have that drive to do more and they're just not going to sit around and wait for someone to give them that opportunity. They're creating opportunities for themselves and other people behind them. So when I think about my own personal experience, I, I just can't put my own personal destiny, my financial freedom in somebody else's hands. I think it's my own personal responsibility. So, you know, when I come up with an idea. Anybody that knows me, they know it. Like, if they hear me say an idea, I'm just making them aware just to say, you know, I'm about to execute this idea. Just, just watch me.
1: Nah, I think that's what's needed because there's still hundreds of thousands to probably millions of people that need to see that, you know. And, you know, I think of building, I think of, you know, strategy because, you know, on a country such as America, you know, it's like, this is a God-given opportunity, really, to be here and to be amongst these other entrepreneurs and people that are thinking in terms of strategy, thinking in terms of how do I make certain chess? You know, how do I play the game of chess and make certain moves to not only elevate myself, but the generations and generations that come after that. Um, so, nah, it's super exciting, really. Um, I agree. Eleva- elevated Assist. Tell us, yeah. tell us about that.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, Elevated Assist is my virtual assistant and social media management company that is expanding and growing every day, every month, which is amazing. So, basically, um, I started off as a, um, a virtual assistant just as additional sources of income. Again, I was ar- already a healthcare administrator, but again, as I mentioned before, I always have more than one stream of income. But I needed something where I didn't necessarily have to leave my house, right? You know, you thinking about working in retail as a part time position, you know, if it snows outside and the stores are open, they're still going to expect you to come there. But what is something I can do uh, remotely that, you know, I already have a skill set for and that I can get paid to do. So after getting my first client, I'm just like, oh, I can actually, um, I can actually make this a legitimate business. So I researched what it looked like to create an agency and once I put myself out there, just started coming to me and i was just like okay i feel like this is an opportunity for other people to make money too. Because, you know, at this point, you know, I'm having easy four figure months just from working with these different clients. So I created um, my first course, how to make, or my second course at this point, how to make money from anywhere as a virtual assistant. And what I do is give you step-by-step of how to set up this business, how to have um, consultation calls. Because right, a lot of people who are starting their virtual assistant business, they've never dappled in entrepreneurship or even know what it's like to have a consultation call. So we go through that process, setting up a Contract, different programs and tools that you can use to automate your system for your virtual assistant business so in addition to elevated assist we do have educational programs on how to become virtual assistants or how to become social media managers and what i love about it is i think in more than now now more than ever is that people with an online business have an opportunity to truly be successful and reach anybody with internet access. So, you know, we've been able to be very, very successful. Um, we actually launched the first education program at the beginning of the year. We've now taught over 250 people how to start their virtual assistant businesses.
1: That's super amazing. And we're, we're gonna dive into this more because, you know, in, um VAs are, they're essential, you know, even in the company that I run right like, you now, You know, we have a VA. We hired out a a VA from an agency, my agency, my business partner, uh, and Emmy. That's her name. She literally helps us with, you know, pulling together client campaigns and client data for, you know, all of our clients across the board. you know, a lot of things that I was doing myself, you know, I've been able to delegate to her. So like people out there, like as your business expands, you cannot do everything by yourself. It's, no, it's impossible. No, right? please, you
0: please, outsource. that's what I tell people. So like you, if you, and somebody told me if you want to be able to elevate, you need to delegate. So I have to steal that phrase because I I truly believe that. And as you all know, I have multiple things going on. I have my own assistant that's able to help me manage things because you can't do it alone and honestly you're probably reducing the amount of money you're able to bring in because you think you can do it alone i guarantee you you're missing emails i guarantee you missing dms you're just not being able to answer all these questions at once all by yourself so hiring a virtual assistant um, is a great option for a lot of business owners and you know a lot of people ask me and, and inquire about my services and things like that so i think it's a great opportunity to become one now
1: yeah and i think one thing i like about um And this is why I wanted to dive into this more Is that as a VA You get to see the mechanisms You get to see the process of a business Because they may bring you in For uh, customer service They may bring you in for like Sending out links They may bring you in for um, Pulling data and information But you're you're in the sauce Of that business And the responsibility Is not You get to see the decision-makers you get to see the business owners in action you can you can pull game you can okay so that's what's going on here so if somebody i would recommend like if you're trying to get into business like a va is like from what i've seen like that's one of the perfect ways because even one thing as a va is that the more value that you bring to the table that business owner is going to see you as more valuable and is going to bring you into pipe may even give you business deals business opportunities they're going to pull you into the higher level games of business
0: so it's interesting no i definitely agree i um i mentioned this to people who are thinking about coming to my program i mean yes you can create uh, a very attractive pricing package where you make really good money but you also get to learn business owners. And that's very invaluable experience. Some of these business owners already have like mentorship and coaching programs. Just think about you being their secondhand person and be able to get kind of all that information for free and allowing them to guide you. So if you're even interested in a certain industry and that person within that certain industry that you're interested in, you may want to become a virtual assistant for them because not only can you make money as a virtual assistant, but you'll be able to learn about a business that you've been interested about.
1: Should come on now, drop them gems and Lisa. So yep.
0: it's easy,
1: easy. <laughs> yeah, and one thing I've even discovered is that Emmy, uh, obviously, she like be, when we first started with her, she would have to, and which is it makes sense, she would have to ask this question like. The kind of copy or the kind of text from like people that were interested in working with us as a digital marketing agency. But today, she knows how to handle all of those inquiries and all of those requests and things like we don't. So, like your VA, like the longer they stay with you, they in essence become a part of your business. Like, and depending on what kind of energy that person has or that kind of drive, they can become an extremely valuable resource, you know, especially if they're one of those go getters that. You know they just want to see you succeed because that helps them succeed too as well internally. So now nah, it's it's super awesome. And when I think back, I was like, man, I used to do all of that myself. Check this, link this, do that. Th- those VAs and I think one thing too, and at least I want to ask you is that when you're dealing with these businesses or when they reach out to you for VAs, at what point in their business development did they say, hey, look? We need a VA. So, what do you notice about that? Like, when do you think a business needs a VA or a business owner needs a
0: VA? So, I, it, it kind of goes with what the ideal client would be for a virtual assistant if you're thinking about really making money. So, you have to ask yourself, how much money am I making on a monthly basis? One, can you afford a VA? So, hopefully, your business is going well where you are able to afford a VA or add someone to your team. But you have to get to the point are you no longer able to do things that you need to be able to do to sustain? sane right are you being able to sleep at night if you want to spend time with your family but you can't because you're managing your business and worrying about making money you might want to get a VA and it's to figure out if you're a business Come, become more productive by having that number two person. So it's a couple of things you want to identify. One being, can you afford a VA? So essentially, if you're making, you know, $20,000 and up a month, you can, you can afford a VA. You should probably get, get into VA because honestly, as an actual, if you're calling yourself a business owner, right, you're owning the business, should you be operating in it from the day to day doing those small tasks, you have to evaluate how much is your time truly worth? For you to be doing those things such as responding to redundant emails redundant dms you have to figure out what your time is worth as a business owner does it make sense for you to hire a va to do some of those small tasks where you focus on building your business scaling your business and focusing on the strategy come on now i'm about i'm a priest, sister come on soul sister <laughs> goal sister <laughs> man
1: and that's so true as a business owner you want to work on the business not in the business like you just said those redundant tax, the dms the you know emails and responded like all those they eat up chunks of your time and they don't truly contribute to the overall growth of your business like you're supposed to be looking at things like new business initiatives like building out new pipelines like you build out a new course like for example you know, we recently uh, built out a monthly membership for our, a digital marketing agency and our VH, she handles a lot of like, you know, adding the members into the group, adding them into Kajabi, like making sure, you know, things are like... But if I'm in that, I can't... It, it, I don't have room to be able to, or the time or energy to then be like, okay, how do we turn up, how do we sell the Facebook ads on the monthly membership You know, get it to XYZ. So you're completely right. And the other part of elevated assist is the social media marketing. Can you you tell us about that?
0: So we manage um, different social media accounts because you know I have clients who have you know 100k followers. Uh, We work with Black Wealth Renaissance. They have 465 thousand followers. So within that, we help with content creation. We respond to DMs because you have to understand the people with these large followings, just think about the amount of DMs they get. Some of my clients get an easy hundred DMs a day and it's it's a lot of questions. And But when you think about questions for people who offer product or services, there's a lot of money in your DMs. So you don't want to be missing out on that profit by not being able to respond to DMs. But as the business owner, that's probably something you don't necessarily have time to do every day. So you want to hire a virtual assistant or a social media manager of some sort to do that. But when you're thinking about hiring a full on social media manager, what they can do is help create content, create those ca- uh, attractive captions for you, um, create graphics, just basically manage your social media platforms. Because So they can be Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Pinterest, any of those things to make sure that people know about your service, they're aware about it. And they're also they're making sure that you're creating content that's shareable so it can get shared to other platforms so it can be exposed to other audiences. And When you got new people, new audiences, that means more people can learn about your product and essentially make you more money.
1: Wow, and that's extremely right. And if you look at Instagram nowadays, everybody's selling, you know, uh, everybody's selling something, ebook, online course, monthly membership, something is getting sold. And you're right, like if you're stuck in the DMs, you can't really, you know, help other people that maybe have signed up for your packages or your courses and help them because you're going to be stuck in the DMs so now that makes beautiful sense and then you know also in terms of like creating that content because it is a content game you know at the end of the day whose content is the best and whose content speaks to that audience in the way that the audience wants to buy from you so help having a team or having that individual that can understand your vision or how to curate it on a certain level like how do you uh, let me ask you a question so you know a lot of times I think people the first thing they will look for and t- maybe when they want to hire they go to like Fiverr or they go to like Upwork so do you like pick them through Upwork and Fiverr and then like train them through your system so that you know when you have a new client you can assign them to or like uh, how do you go ahead in choosing employees or contractors that can really deliver value to these new clients that you're bringing in
0: oh that's easy so i don't go to upwork or fiverr so i go through the group of people that have went gone through my program So I do that because they're familiar with the way that I've taught taught them to set up their virtual assistant business. So the thing about being a virtual assistant, essentially, you already have the skills to do that. If you've ever worked any type of customer service related job before, if you've been in school before. So you have the skill set. It's just about all. It's just about packaging that up into a service that you can offer people. So the first time when I'm uh, whenever I'm expanding my team, the first place I go is the people who have taken my course. Um, That's smart. I even tell clients, because I'm, I'm telling my students that I want you to make money as a virtual assistant. I want you to make really good money. So we're looking for those clients who um, are willing to pay. So essentially the first place that I don't go is Fiverr or Upwork. Um, And I tell my clients if they want to post themselves up there, that's fine, but you have to realize that people that go to Fiverr or Upwork are looking for a cheaper option. So you just have to be mindful of that.
1: Yeah, nah, that's dope. And I like the fact that you said that the first pool of people that you reach into is the ones that you've Broken down the game to that have been because first they paid for access and knowledge and information to you, and then you know, maybe you're doing a Zoom call with them, but you have like uh, recorded video courses, so mm-hmm. when they finish with that, you're, in your head, you're like, okay, I know they're going to respond to certain things a certain way because that's how I do it and that's how I put that information for them. So now when I was to think of a VA, like what services or options do you offer your client? Because a lot of clients, you can have one client that's like, oh, I got a Shopify e-commerce store that's doing 50,000 a month and I need XYZ, you know, and then another person is like, oh, you know, it goes down to my DMs like you know I need this and then you have another one that could be like a physical arbitrage type company but in essence you know different clients different needs how does your uh, VA's how do they adapt to that and like you create like a custom package for that client because at the same like for example for my VA I got to write out protocols for her like okay um, this is how you, this is the monthly membership like protocol to bring people into the group, but this is the protocol for our uh, collect data. So how, how do you guys arrange that together? Because you know, I think the better the protocols that the VA has to follow and that the company um, or a client gives them, you know, the overall smoother relationship in terms of like, okay. For sure. Monday, this is happening. Tuesday, this is happening.
0: For sure, for sure. So, I, honestly, that is more so on the actual business owner and the client. So, we, the first, doing my onboarding experience, my first conversation is communication. How do you like us to communicate with you? Are there certain hours that are completely restricted? Um, and I also recommend the clients to kind of ease the VAs into the workflow, right? As entrepreneurs, your work can be completely crazy. You also need to realize what tasks do you want the VA to do and what tasks do you need to continue to do, because they can't do everything. So figuring out what that list is and how frequently you want to communicate with them will make the, the overall relationship very, very successful. Um, and a lot of these, a lot of the business owners that I work with, they make a lot of money and you know they've this happened fast for them, right? They're making more money. This year, and they weren't making as much money uh, last year. So, they don't always have like those SOPs in place um, to teach you step by step about their process and things like that. So, sometimes they're hiring the VA to kind of do that stuff in the beginning so that they can learn the process and just have that history of information moving forward. So, when it comes to like putting my packages together for virtual assistants, um, it's more so how many hours a month would you need a virtual assistant to take? take that load off of your overall business what are your expectations and what do you think that day-to-day should look like so in the beginning i really asked them to paint that picture and figuring out what that looks like and again a lot of these are new entrepreneurs that have some recent success and they don't necessarily have all that information so the virtual assistant is sometimes adding that value to them by helping them put that information together
1: wow and guys that's a gem right there because if you're helping your va's understand that hey look you may have to pick the SOPs together because then that triggers that business owner to be like, okay, because you're right some business owners just went from like, boom like they scaled up super quick and then they don't understand the importance of SOPs or how SOPs play a role in the overall spirit of the business Mm -hmm. so you know it's really interesting because and i think that's what separates certain vas like there's vas that they're going to do the bare minimum you know know, dives, ducks no you're
0: absolutely right yep it definitely sets the heart so but i tell my i tell my um because after my course so it doesn't end there you're you're entered into the slack group so we can um keep people hold people accountable right a lot of people take courses again they read information take no no type of execution right so i tell people i want them to be successful like start putting yourself out there the first step is just identify who, how many people you know who have a business or some type of brand that probably need help. Literally doing my one of my free webinars, someone reached out to their friend to say, hey, can I be your social media manager? And they said yes. So you never know until you ask and you never know how good something's going to go or how well it will go until you actually execute and start it. So in our Slack group, we continue to hold people accountable. So like what's going on today? What questions do you have about your virtual assistant business? Um, someone took my course. Um, in January, after 30 days, got three clients and she's never been a virtual assistant before. So when I say you just have to put yourself out there and figure out how you should package your services, I mean, it's money to be made.
1: Nah, and I think that's uh, super dope, especially because, yeah, helping people, like you just said, she literally signed three clients after going through your course. So. Imagine how life-changing that is for her, and how much good energy, and you know, God, and dope vibes, and you know, just being able to know, like, hey, look, I'm I'm helping people change their lives. I'm helping people level up. I'm helping people. Some because sometimes people need that push. Mm -hmm. They need that person that has done it, been there, done it. And so being able to know, like, hey, this is what I do on a day-to-day basis is uh, super crazy. And uh, I think I saw something, you were like, one of your uh, clients, like, they, they flew you out to Miami or something mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. that. So, yeah, tell us about that experience, you know, as we saw, kind of Oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: So even though I am a virtual assistant and I always tell my students, at the time, I had never met any of my clients. Never met them in person. Um, that's why you get, need to be able to work independently and also be able to take instruction. So, um, but I, I, build these relationships with my clients, you know, at some point we just become friends and we talk so frequently because I'm so invested in their business, right? I want to know that I'm adding value to their business or my agency's adding value to their business. So I want it to be successful. So we're talking very frequently and, you know, I have clients that want to meet me. So, um, see. And Allie, they were in Miami, so um, they basically flew me out to assist with something that they were doing um, for some of their students in their program in Miami. So yeah, it was wow. it was a nice experience, nice experience, and I'm actually going to Connecticut this weekend, well, our next weekend, um, to meet with another client just so we can go through a strategy session.
1: Nah, and that's beautiful, and I think in terms of that, like capturing content, like having like you know a videographer kind of follow you around, and then recording some of that content and chopping that up into these really juicy snippets about how you're able to deliver value to people's businesses and use that as a way to is a lead magnet in essence, but a higher value lead magnet. So that that's super dope. Um, I think, you know, now people listening to this, they're like, yo, and Lisa, tell us about your virtual assistant bootcamp. Like, what about the course? You know, like, tell us about the course and like, you know, people that are listening that they're like, you know what? I want to sign up for that. I want to go ahead yeah. and start my journey.
0: Well, one, we would love to have you. So we have about two things going on right now. So one, you need to I- identify if you want to be a virtual assistant or you may want to be a social media manager because there's definitely good money to make with social media manager. As a social media manager, we know that that everyone basically has a social media platform. Every business should have some type of online presence um, on some type of social media platform. So um, I already completely put together how to make money anywhere as a virtual assistant that is currently offered right now. It has over 4.5 hours of recorded material. We have contract template in there, email template, so you can reach out to clients. You have an example of a payment package if you wanna use that or emulate that for your business. But we go step by step. We start with the coming up name with your business because people don't understand how important having a name for your business in is and determine how attractive it will be for other people. Um, and then in addition to that, you have free access to Um, the Slack group where you have access to over 250 people. You have new virtual assistants in there. You have um, seasoned virtual assistants in there. You can ask questions. Um, And then you also have access to my money magnet membership group as well. But my how to make six figures as a social media masterclass is gonna take place at the end of the month. And it's more so for people who are like, I love that creative appeal, being able to make content and manage social media pages. Um, I'm not even thinking about like creating Facebook ads, but actually just managing accounts right? Just managing accounts for different people because business owners don't have time to do that. Going through DMs and things like that because all of this is a process. It's an art. It's a science to all of this. Just ensure that you're adding value to that business owner and that client. So both of those courses um, are offered at this current moment. So if you're interested, you can definitely follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Click the link in the bio. Again, my name is uh, Just Annalisa on Instagram at J-U-S-T-A-N-N-A-L-I-S-A. Um, But if you execute, you will make money.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Now I'm going to drop the links to this on YouTube, on the podcast upload to as well. So now, you know, and Lisa, thank you. Is there anything that you want to put out there or um, anything you want to add?
0: No, I mean, just people just need to get out there. So many different ways to make money online. You have to remember when you have an online business, you don't just have access to people in your state, in your city. You have access to anybody who has Wi Fi. So, you know, go out there and get your Wi Fi money. I love just not being restricted to one location. I literally can get up and get on a plane right now and work from anywhere. So, I definitely want that for other people. Um, and they just have to figure out, you know, what you want out of life and apply that.
1: And before we let you go, because earlier you were talking about books and things, tell us like some of the books that you read or some of the books you recommend uh, the listeners should read or like, you know, YouTube channels or Instagram. For sure. For
0: sure. Um, Think Grow Rich, um, Napoleon Hill, The The Wealth Choice by Dennis Kimbrough, uh, Poweronomics by Claude Anderson. Probably top three books I think anyone should read. Um, And then in regards to like YouTube or podcasts, definitely Earn Your Leisure. Black Wealth Renaissance for sure. Um, money, monopo- money monopolizers. Um, the Hatchaway Andre Hatchet. He usually drops gym there. Whether you're in business or relationship stuff, he got it all for you. Um, and definitely Financial Flex. Definitely tune into Financial Flex. Um, the Black Real Estate Dialogue. If you want exclusive stuff about real estate and like the host on there, Sam. Literally, if you listen to the podcast it's lit, it's like everyday people that you wouldn't know are multi-millionaires from a real estate perspective and they teach you step by step on how they were able to do it it's just, it's amazing content um but yeah definitely tap into financial flex i'll be coming back with more content i'm rebranding and re-strategizing things on how i want how i want that to look um so yeah so much so much free information out there for people they just got to execute and do something with it
1: to execute and do something with it that's the name of the game learn the knowledge it's work yes all right my mastermind is look if you're out there you want to learn about how to be a va you want to learn about social media marketing yo i'm gonna put the links in all of this y'all need to go check her out check out what Annalisa is doing and tap in because look he's hungry for that knowledge man she's like a lioness out here that's like eating to building businesses she's connecting with entrepreneurs that are killing the game and not only that but she's learning from inside that too as well so look if you're somebody you're like you know what i've been thinking about this or you're you're a nurse you're somebody that's working at nine to five and you're like you know what i want to start my own online business look tap in yes tap in all right masterminders until next time we're out hey i appreciate you for listening to the mastermind your life podcast again don't forget to follow me on instagram t-o-l-u dot o-w-o-y-e-m-i and blow up my inbox man i need to hear your suggestions feedback people i need to interview next topics i need to cover again i appreciate all y'all and while you're at it you might as well go to apple and drop that review let's get it